Hey everybody, welcome to episode 46 of the Cyberbullies podcast. I'm Ken Norsky, I'm joined by... Kyle Reese Mandel. Yeah, we took a couple weeks off. Had uh, The bullies had some uh, real stuff to deal with, so we're back. We're back, baby. And uh, yeah, so for anyone, do you remember the last movie we did? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do only because it's 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 we're trying we're closing up we're closing the bag on on um Mactober Mac- yes so I know it had to be the baby movie it is we, God we're only forty six no, all right yeah. there's no chance you remember the name of it so in, uh ep- baby time in episode forty five we watched baby of the bride baby of the bride shit I should have got starring that. Rue McClanahan yeah so uh instead of my usual questions we have another uh folios with Florio oh hold on. I know we're going straight to it. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Though. What's this terrible version of a roll to me? <laughs> that sounds weird. Right time, wrong name. Yeah. No, it's right Tom, wrong name. <laughs> yeah, I'm a loser. All right. Folio for Florio. Past guest Tom Florio. Many opinions. He has. Most of them are wrong. 10,000 words here, so I'm going to try to get. <laughs> Just boil it down. <laughs> Uh, so he found uh Ted Shackelford, aka Shack, <laughs> Mac, Mac and Shack. See, we're, then what I enjoy about that is that I for, I forget what we do, and then when I hear it again, I, I laugh at it. That must be it, that must have been a, mean. It was at least decently good. I hope so. You know, he said he found them kind of creepy at first. Yeah, uh, that's fair. You know, when she tells him to bring the bag upstairs and wait for her, is it the least subtle reaction ever. He's like, "Tee hee, I get to have sex." Yeah, he does act like he's maybe done it twice. Right. It's very odd. Yeah. He's so excited. He's not sexually experienced. I mean, it's Ruben McClanahan. It's almost like she found... It's not like, Cheryl Teagues. <laughs> no, but still. like, But it's almost like she found a, a tribe in the Amazon who's never like <laughs> had contact with the outside world. Right. Like, they're advanced for what they are, but then they're like, oh, here's a microwave. And they're like, oh. <laughs> so he's just been like jacking it to like weird magazines or whatever. And now all of a sudden a woman wants to have sex with him. Shacking it. Yeah. Shack, shacking it? I don't know. That's not a thing. Speaking of that bedroom scene. <laughs> it's going to take a lot of scene, warm up today. When the door opened and that decrepit old crone was standing there in her nighty to the delight of her younger oh, wow. husband. That I, seems harsh. I was having as flashbacks to Sextet, his favorite bad movie Tom. And yes, mm. I say decrepit old crone for realizing, realizing Rue was only four years older than I am now. Yeah, and I don't think she looked bad. Like, I mean, I it's, the, it's the style of the time. I know, but I didn't see her as decrepit. Like, the... Everyone looked like shit in that movie, except for um, the youngest woman who that look was impossibly hot. But everyone else was just... Right. Uh, when Anne and the cop are on a date at the park, was a sound editor on break when this scene was being put together? The dialogue is competing with the background music and the rush of the waterfall. Yeah, it is bad. I remember that. No, he's totally right about that when they're in the park or whatever. The Anne and, and the cop get all crazy when she pretends she's going to jump in the water. Please rewatch a scene. The cops carrying her, swinging her around. During all this, a little girl sits on the bench with a parasol, <laughs> completely motionless. The reaction while this is all going on, we're inches from her face. Yeah, I totally believe it. <laughs> when the cop boyfriend visits for dinner, everyone walks into the dining room at the same time. <laughs> Christy Mack walks in literally one second after them before anyone ever sat down and says, sorry, I'm late. I was cleaning out some old files. <laughs> First of all, you're not you're not late. Second of all, who gives a shit? Yeah, I love, what, a, what a weird excuse. That sounds so fake. I was cleaning out some old files. <laughs> uh, Rue doesn't want to go to Midnight Mass because John's a lector. What is this? The only church in the county. Drive one town over. I'm sure they have a church. Yeah, that's true. But she was a member in good standing, you know. 
This the first sound Rue makes in church when she feels her labor pain is classic. One hour, nineteen minutes, and thirty seconds into the movie, <laughs> we're not gonna look it up. This sound should be isolated and played in loop like Baba Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we were if if we went all the way and had a soundboard, it would be on there. Right. I totally thought Mary was gonna go into labor in church church's manger display because that's what these movies have trained me to expect. <laughs> Uh, after Shaq fi- yeah we talked about Shaq changing the scrubs at yeah, yeah. but we forgot this after Shaq finally changes into scrubs they tell him sorry you can't come into us with surgery oh, yeah, that's which right. made the entire scrubs changing scene even more yeah, befuddling that's right alright now he has some this is where he excels non-movie randomness I have never seen that last boy, ha- boy scout scene but after hearing about that running back scene I want to watch it to perfectly illustrate our age gap your roller skating memories are of Black Box and Technotronic, while mine are of Laura Brennigan's Gloria and Don Henley's Dirty Laundry. <laughs> yeah, that, that tracks exactly, I would say. The actress who played Anne had one credit that stood out to me. She was one of the stars of Cop Rock. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't like I watched Dutch Golden Girls intro, and after two or three times, it was fairly easy to pick out which Dutch girl was which character. Yeah, yeah. Beppy. Was it Beppy Milson? Mil- Beppy Millicent, I think. Yeah. Or, yeah. We, I know we talked. There was a, a period of time we talked about her every day. <laughs> Beppy was definitely the mod of the group. So uh, that was good, so as good. always. Yeah. It's uh, Folios with Florio. He, he brings it. He always he brings the heat. He's an eye for detail that you can't argue with. And a, and a mind for nonsense. Right. Like, I've never met his wife, but she's probably a saint. <laughs> yeah, she is. I can't even imagine what she puts up with. As of those who have worked for him. Oh, Ken. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> no, Tom was an amazing boss. No, I'm sure. I could totally see that. He's, he's, he's an incredibly nice and generous he, man. He was my manager for five years off and on, so yeah. he put up with a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, I, again, can't imagine. <laughs> So anything to recap, uh, Baby of the Bride, before we move on? Oh, boy. I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, I liked it. I think we liked it. I liked it. I definitely yeah. liked it. It was definitely a perfect version of like that kind of TV movie. Right. I didn't love everything about it, but I, I think we both gave it four yeah. and a half. Yeah, five, so. bad about it. Yeah, who's bad about it? Ruben <laughs> McClanahan bad about it. All right. So the movie you chose for episode 46 is 1990s After the Shock. You want to go back in time? No, I intro the movie first. Oh, okay. This is your first episode of the show. I, sincerely, I didn't remember. I, I had a I had a panic attack. Like, are we not doing this? All right. Because I I intro the this is how this show works. I intro the movie. Then we do that. Okay, then, you're right. then I ask you if that any, you. anything else. I got you. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I sincerely forgot. I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> right, I'll just make a note to take that out. <laughs> I think you should leave it in. All right. Uh all right. So this of course stars well, kind of stars Rue McClanahan. <laughs> Her voice, anyway. <laughs> it's, it stars Ace Hardware. <laughs> it the, stars a chainsaw. The whole movie is is just infrastructure. It's like concrete, it's, it's <laughs> lumber, and chainsaws. It's a cross between Ace Hardware and Rescue Nine One One. It really is. Like I can't believe it wasn't presented by John Madden and Ace Hardware. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, presented uninterrupted. Half the movie is like, who has a ladder? Yeah, who has a chainsaw? Who has a jack? Like I don't fucking know I have who a has jack in my car. Go! I need a hacksaw. No, no. he said I have two jacks yeah, in my car. <laughs> I have two. Why do you need two? Why? I don't know. That's a great question. We're not car guys. So I don't know. Maybe there's a and car the guy. Thing? The guy didn't even do a double take. He's like, "Fine, go get him." Yeah, he, 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 it's not like, "Why do you have two? I, like, that's the first question. I don't care what was happening. I agree. A nuclear bomb could have yeah, gone over. Like, why do you have two jacks? jacks? I agree. <sighs> All right, so this... Uh, yeah, I was going to get into it more, but we'll wait. We'll oh, wait. my God. 
This also stars Jack Scalia as Jack Thompson. Jack Scalia. Oh, sorry. Jack Scalia. He, uh, he was in Dallas, All My Children. Yeah, he's a famous heartthrob from uh, daytime, daytime TV. Yeah. Also stars Tuck Mulligan. That made me laugh out loud. As Terry Brown. I thought that was the real person name because I was like, there's no, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like Tuck Mulligan played by Brian, whatever. I was like, yeah, nope, yeah. it's the other way around. Tuck yeah. Mulligan's the actor. Uh, he's a character actor in a bunch of shows. Also stars Scott Valentine, who is Nick on Family Ties. I don't know what character he was in this movie because it's so freaking dark. Oh, yeah, right. Was he the fireman that was getting Rue out? Because he, he didn't have the Nick Valentine mullet. Yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember which guy he was, but he was and, apparently And we were watching movie. a VHS copy left over the YouTube, so it was like <laughs> right. hard to see. Yeah, there was parts of this movie. It's just darkness. I, just listening. Yeah. Which kind of gave the effect of being trapped. No, I had that thought, too, of like, it had to have been now, pitch black. I like Say what you will about this movie. It is give you this sense of being claustrophobic. No, it's really it, good that way. It's really done well as far as like the filming of it. Yeah, it got nominated for um, Emmy for cinematography. <laughs> did it really? It really did. You, it, you I can mean, see why. It, it was. Cause, and it also is a really cheap way to do the movie because you show the exterior once, and then now you're just in a pile of rubble, which could be anywhere. Right. And they used a lot of real footage, which we like. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll, get into well it. it was footage from some disaster. I don't know if it was from the quake. That's true. I do want to say one other thing. The day we were supposed to record mm-hmm. was the actual it was the anniversary. 30th anniversary of and we picked the movie without even thinking about it. Like neither one of us went, "Oh, you know what we should do?" Because I saw the data, I was like, "Oh my god!" It was like thirty. I had no idea until I went years. to watch the movie. I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" We out of picked this movie and then picked that day to record. I know. So insane. It's fate that we would not record that day. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Uh, no, you forgot. You say Yafikoto? No. Oh, was that? He's the biggest Nick? star in the movie. No. Who was he? He's the black guy. Oh, that's his name. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the Bond Tuck villain. Mulligan. No. Who was Tuck Mulligan? He's one of the. I think he's the guy who's a fake doctor. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that might be the. Well, I'll get into it. Yeah. But yeah, Yafa Koto is the most famous person in there, I think. Yeah, he was the guy that running the show by the Cypress. Yeah, yeah. he's the one who's like he get the ladders. He yells and, at everyone. And everyone does it immediately with no questions. Yeah. Somebody uh, needs to take charge. No, it was great. I was just surprised nobody. There was no tension there of like, well, why are you in charge? It was just like, okay. no, that's what would happen now. I think it would have happened then too. I really do. No, see, I think it was. I don't know. Maybe this may be revisionist history. Although I like, will say the guy, the real guy at the end does say he, somebody says something to the effect of like, he was kind of like the elder statesman of the neighborhood. That, so and which I think I believe, that's was my point. Yeah. What I was going to say no, was like, right. I think more people than like had knew their neighbors. Right. And in those neighborhoods too, they were very close knit. Yeah. And they were like really segregated usually by the highway. So like if you right. lived on the side of the highway like that, you were probably in an all black neighborhood or all Latino yeah. neighborhood. Right. So you knew everybody. Yeah. Um, whether you wanted to or not. <laughs> right. 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 Like, like all Americans did not want to know their neighbors. But had to. <laughs> yeah. It's. Yes. Yeah, so I thought he's easily the most recognizable person. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew him who he, I didn't know what he was from, but I'm like, I've seen that guy in a million things. Yeah. He would, he would star on. Um, uh, homicide, life on the streets. Right homicide, after. robbery. <laughs> homicide. <laughs> I, I, I did it, and then I was like, "Do I acknowledge it, or I just keep moving?" Uh, it's a callback to a Martin Lawrence film. Can I <laughs> see way too many times? Oh, All right. Boy. So what else? What else we got? So we're gonna go back in time. I, this is the one reason I love Mactember or Mactober. Whatever called back Mactober. Mactember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is we get to go back to some fun times. Oh yeah times that are well, weird. Honestly, 90 was one of maybe the funnest years. 
Yeah, it just... It's such like a turnover. It's like, it literally, it's a change There's of a decade. So much going on. A, like, things are getting out of the 80s, thank God, and more in... Heading into the greatest decade, which is the nineties. Yeah, I'm about to indisputable. Put, I'm about to put on a put on rollerblades yeah. and a flannel and a real snap, world's about to come out. A snapback hat, and I'm gonna skate around uh, and go nowhere and do nothing. A snapback game hat, of course. Yeah, I mean, and then I put a starter jacket on over my flannel. <laughs> right, corduroy pants. Let's uh, call it a day. Yeah, yeah. I want to try to start a fire between my legs. Right. Yeah, it was. Um, but I think it's also our wheelhouse for... It is. It's our most nostalgic time, I would say. And we just know the most because we were watching exactly. the most TV right. and there was the least amount of content. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was the optimum time watching and not that much stuff to watch. True. Because it gets more and more later and we're watching less and less. So, True. So Agreed. We'll see. We'll still test your knowledge. Well, yeah. As we go back in time. Slow fade. Mm, good job. You're welcome. I don't know. That's not the right response. <laughs> Saturday mornings, always a crapshoot. You know what? I, I got a great night's uh, sleep last night. I did too. I feel yeah, great. And me I, too. I went to bed at nine. Uh, I, I really slept. I went to bed at like 9.30. I, as you know, I have insomnia. I slept for almost nine hours. Yeah, that's a lot for you. Yeah. Like, oh, I woke up twice. You seem way, you're, I didn't think about it, but you're right. You seem way more awake <laughs> than I would have expected normally. Because normally you're like, what time you want to record? I thought it would be like 7 a.m. You're like, I'm already awake. So <laughs> thank God. Uh, all right, Kenny. These are I, these are all fascinating as yeah. always. Oh, the things that were, they came out at the same time, like you know the same year, but you forget that they're all you know okay. the theater on the charts. Mm-hmm. What was the number one movie? Movie and what what is this October September twelfth, nineteen ninety. If you want to take a blind guess, you can. It's a t- I think it's maybe a little harder. Well, I don't know actually. I don't know. There's lots of movies you've heard of for sure. In the top, is 10. it a big one? Because I have an idea, I but it, it might be a little early for it. I don't think it's regard like I don't think today. If you ask someone, they'd say it was huge. But I okay, bet, I, but, it. but I, I was I was going to say Home Alone. No, you're, I think you're slightly early. Yeah, because I think it was like October, November that came out. I won't give you more clues, but I think well, we'll see. Okay, we can. We'll answer that question when we find out what. All it right. Is. So was it Dark Man, <laughs> Ghost, Presumed Innocent, Men at Work, or Flatliners? All Ghost? those, by the way, are in the top ten. Ghost was a summer movie, but I'm sure it was in the theater for ages. Boy. Because mm. I know this, because I went with a friend and we saw Dick Tracy, and his parents went to see Ghost. Did you go to see, did you see the Pompton Twin? No, this was, mm. I think, in Clifton. And Fall 90? All right. I mean, I was hanging out. Oh, you were still hanging out with your I old had just moved. Yeah. You hadn't cut the cord yet. No. You were a big so, and Ghost is much longer than Dick Tracy, so we got like I we came in is to find really? yeah that's surprising. I Ghost thought is War- like two over two hours. Really, Dick I would have like thought Warren minutes. Beatty would have made the longest possible movie. <laughs> and we went and uh, and I remember it being this summer. So I remember going to see Dick Tracy too and being underwhelmed wildly. Oh, it was not, it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think you threw Men at Work in there to just throw me off because I love Men at Work, as you know, which needs we, to be on. We our, love Men at Work, which needs to be on our. Isn't list. it on there? No. I, again, movies, movies. I thought we put on the list because oh, a lot of these we talked about in person. Yeah, we never did. Okay. Um. Okay, so I'll tell you, you are correct. It came in at number eight. Number eight. It was the eighth highest ranked <laughs> movie. And guess who saw it in the theater? I did. <laughs> I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it with Mark Rocca. I never forget. I saw. I saw it on HBO and loved it immediately. Yeah, of course. From the first watching, because you're not an asshole. All right, so we have. All right, so it was Ghost, Presumed Innocent, Men at Work. What were the other ones? Dark Man, Ghost, Presume Innocent, Men at Work, Flatliners. I'll go Flatliners. 
That would have been my guess as well, because that that hit very. I bet it went to number but it's one rated briefly. R, but I think Darkman's rated R too. I think Ghost is rated R. It might be, yeah. There's a lot be. of swearing. There's sex. Yeah, Ghost was number one still. Okay, what? I wonder when it came out. It was summer. It was a summer movie. You're right. Oh, okay. It was number one for like six or seven. It was a long time. Yeah, that's I mean, it was I mean, a monster. But that's the thing is like you think about it. You don't think about that movie as a huge movie today, but you realize oh, it made like yeah, two hundred forty million dollars yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Demi Moore didn't have to work again after that, and she was a huge star. I was listening to um, Rewatchables Point Break. Mm, so yeah. Dempsey or uh, Swayze did Point Break. Point Break. Swayze did Ghost. That and I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Roadhouse, back to back to back. What a weird career. And it would they, all. I mean, Roadhouse was a you know it they was, weren't like yeah it was more big after the fact. They were varying quality and of popularity, but they're it's just a strange three movies to have done in a row. Right. Is there a Stranger 3 And movies? there was a fourth one that was big, too, but I can't think like, of it off the top so of my head. So you have action, action movie, action adventure movie. You have uh, whatever Roadhouse is. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's like, an action I movie? I guess it's an action movie, but it's like a B movie. It's not. Yeah, Point it would Break. never be made now. Yeah, like Point Break is like a serious action movie. Yeah. yeah. Point Break rules. And then one of the, like, the, the biggest like romantic movies of yeah. all time. Like, yeah. It makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, I, I love it. it I love it. But it's not, that's 1990. I mean, this is yeah. exactly your point. We're, Oh, We're just playing paintball. <laughs> <laughs> Good fucking mark. All right. What was number one on TV? Okay. Was it Cheers? Mm-hmm. Doogie Howser, Medical Doctor. Mm-hmm. America's Funniest Home Videos, which was just funniest home videos in the in the list, yep. which is funny. America's Funniest People, mm-hmm. or Joshua's Heart. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I hope it's made up. <laughs> Uh, I know Funniest Videos was number one for a while, but I don't know if it was yet. I think it might have been. I'm going to go America's Funniest Home Videos. You're correct. Yeah. Joshua's Heart was a real show. Came in in the top ten. I never heard of it in my life. Because I remember Saget had like Full House, like the number one in yep. three show at one time, or one in two or something. Again, like a guy who probably, I mean, actually, we probably do his net worth because I'd be curious to see. Oh, Bob Saget? Yeah. It's got to be like $50 million. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he had a piece of the show, but that show was uh, on, yeah. what, 30 years? It's still on. And he was probably a producer for some of it. Oh, Joshua's Heart was a TV movie. Uh. Uh, 10-year-old Joshua's father has a new girlfriend every five to eight months. Okay. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, odd, str- strangely specific. Yes. <laughs> Joshua finds out how a mother's love feels when Joshua. he meets Claudia, his father's ninth girlfriend. But it just what? I, I, look. There's a lot of he's probably autistic. He counts or something. Um, the trouble is that his father's love with her ends after a couple of months too. But Joshua's doesn't. Does he kill all of them? Could she adopt him? What? what? All right, the bullies might have to look into this. Yeah, <laughs> this seems to be relevant to our interests. <laughs> Melissa Gilbert, Tim Matheson, and, and Matthew. Lawrence. Oh, Matheson. He's on. He's been in a couple of our movies. And Matthew Lawrence. So the, one, of the wow. other, one of the other Lawrence kids. I'm fascinated by this. I thought it might be on a novel. Based on a novel, that is. Mm. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Same day as this movie came out, TV <laughs> movies. Competing TV movies. Here you go. And this one rated higher. Like, the Josh was hard than the fucking Earthquake movie. I find that hard to believe. After the shock, you mean? Yeah. I watched it. I watched After the Shock when it was I don't, remember. I don't think I did. Oh, I, I love shit like this. I, yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah, you were right. America's Funny Home Videos. All right. Um, Last one, music. Yes. My favorite. Can't touch this? You're about to find out. Wilson Phillips, Release Me. Oof, monster. 
Bell, Biv, yes. DeVoe, Doomy. Okay. <laughs> Smack up, flip it, rub it down. <laughs> oh, no. The girl's going to do me. Uh, JBJ with Blaze of Glory. <laughs> Sweet sensation. If wishes come true. Or came true, sorry. Was that a roller skating song? Probably. I don't. I, I have no <laughs> idea. I'll look it up while you think. Okay. And MC Hammer. Tell me, have you seen her? Oh, God. Just basically, basically a cover, not even a sample, which is kind of insane. Yeah, it might even be the B-side. I know it's not Doomy. Are you sure about that? No, but, I mean, if I had to guess. You do have to guess. <laughs> I know. I'm going to go Wilson Phillips, release me. You're correct. Doomy <laughs> was number two. No way. Doomy with the number two. <laughs> I love it. I want to hear it in case we knew what it sounded like. It's five minutes long, this song? How? Well, I, can, I can tell you how. There's a four-minute <laughs> intro. Did <laughs> you just get a can of coins? It sounds like, like every 80s movie ever. Yeah. Like the end. Yeah, it's the very end when she wins the yeah. ice skating tournament. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't remember this. This is not even their biggest hit. This was like number three. This is crazy. Here's their biggest hit. Now, this is roller skating to me. Yep. Another five-minute song. Well, they're fucking making hits, Ken. Is this synth bass? <laughs> <It was certainly laughs> where's, where's the media geek when you need it? <laughs> I know. The DX7. Maybe a DX5. This is their biggest hit. It sounds like 1990. Yeah, I mean, look, this is ready. Yeah, you are skating backwards. <laughs> All right, he's pantomiming roller skating. <laughs> yeah, he's athletic lean. You should just leave this on in the background throughout the whole podcast. I'm always tempted. I think it is a funny idea. Just on loop. <laughs> There is something to that idea. Like you listen to it over and over, it just drives you mad. <laughs> right. Wow. Sweet sensation. Yeah. Knew? Yeah. So, uh, hack comedy joke of 1990. Wilson Phillips, two hit songs. Hold on and release me. Yeah. Both of them about masturbating? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Exclamation point. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was 1990. Wow. I, and we went not surprising. Through. I got two out of three questions. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. It's true. You, you you talked your way to all of them. <laughs> I wasn't sure you'd be able to do, but I and we did watch some commercials from 1990. Actually, September 12, 1990, <laughs> earlier today. So I didn't get a chance to do the commercial game, but I think we could sum it up with long distance wars. Yep, pantyhose, pantyhose, shampoo, burgers. Yeah, there was a lot of burgers. You're right. Yeah. Um, there's something else. Uh, long distance calls. Long distance calls. That's what it was. Thank you. <laughs> it's like how did I forget? And breakfast cereal. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's get started. So we open up the 89 World Series between the Giants and the A's. The infamous coverage. This is great. That everybody watched. I remember exactly where I was sitting when I, this happened. I was just about to ask you that question. In my parents' uh, living room, That remember they had that wraparound gold sectional oh, couch? Oh, do I remember? I was on the right side, and 
just turned it on and Ready this to... happened and what time was that game supposed to start? Um, it must have been like it was seven early. thirty our time, right? Like it was earlier. It was light oh uh, it was light out still. There. It, so no, was... here. I remember it being light out. But it was a was it a it was like it a, might have been a seven o'clock. It was like game. a Friday night game though. Yeah, it, it was a weekend. If I remember correctly. It was such a weird time. I just remember thinking, like, why are they playing this game at four thirty or five o'clock? Like, yeah. It was, it was early, and uh, yeah, and then I it was just chaos. I remember. I, it. I also know exactly where I was. I, and the reason I think it's a Friday night is I'm pretty sure my parents were not home when mm. they, were, they usually used to go grocery shopping on Fridays. And I was in my mom's room, my parents' bedroom for some reason, watching on their TV. Oh, the reason was I had to shit, <laughs> and you, you could see the TV from their little bathroom there. Right. And so I, I, do, I didn't want to miss the game, so I put the game on while I went to make a poop. Where you couldn't miss a pitch of the game. Yeah, that's that's how insane I was. Well, yeah, in 1989, I had nothing to do. What else was there on TV yeah. besides the World? Every I watched every World Series back then. And then and then the earthquake. I didn't watch hit. any of it this year. The earthquake hit as I was shitting, and I thought I did it. Yeah, I mean, I've lived with you. It's possible. Yeah, the, the plumbing's all connected. <laughs> all roads lead to my foot. <laughs> but I, I I distinctly remember it then, and be like, oh, what the. Yeah, it's crazy. I love that they used the real opening. I thought that was yeah, it was great. I, I was really worried they would do the. Like, I would have liked to see the actors do it. I <laughs> yeah, think. I mean, it would have been hilarious. But Al Michaels, he is he is we he's well, woven oh, into yeah. the fabric of this must have been America. an ABC movie. Was it ABC? It had to be right. That's what I figured. Yeah, because they got to use the footage. right, and they probably had the new stuff and all that too. But yeah. I love it. He's OJ. He's the earthquake. He's everything. Where was he on nine eleven? Eighty Olympics. Yeah, that's right. His greatest call. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He's he's fantastic. Uh, so the big one hits San Francisco. We cut to a man coming out of the house after the quake. It's pandemonium. Th- that's the name of this movie should be pandemonium. Uh, we get helicopter co- coverage of the Cypress structure bridge collapse, which is probably the most famous shot I would think of. Yeah, this yeah, you immediately know what it is. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't, know, was... I didn't know it was called <laughs> that either. Yeah. Well, I, I'll never forget yeah, that. They say it ten thousand times. As in I this texted movie? you, the title of the movie should have been called Cypress Structure. <laughs> It makes it almost sound like a weird seventies like um, uh, spy movie, like yeah, the cypress structure. Yeah, we have to recover the cypress structure because <laughs> there was like that uh, the Michael K movie, the Ipcris file, right? Like it's a very similar title. <laughs> yep, that's right, Ken. Oh boy, I'm unleashing the fury today. Uh, so we cut to an, Disney. There's like so many cuts to like the neighborhoods. What I did like was they introduced the neighborhoods like TV footage, like news yeah, right. footage, exactly. Which I thought it was at the time, and I'm like, oh no, this is yeah, you, you the th- movie. It's it's nicer. You can tell by the graphics are like better done, they're higher quality, right? But you're at first you're like, oh, am I watching actual? I, I thought that was smart. It really worked for it me. It did. It was really good, and they did a good job. It's hard to keep track because there are a lot of characters. Oh my god, and you can't see any of them. But that's the why they did the beginning of like the cross cutting of like, okay, here's this intersection, right? Literally yep. the intersection and like the neighborhood. Yeah, and then it'll give you the person name who you're following yes. basically so it's like tuck mulligan you know whatever <laughs> right <laughs> yafakoto right <laughs> but like they so like you at least know okay so when they say that guy's name that's the guy they're talking about right even if i don't really know anything else that's going on no because there's like what four kind of main storylines right there's this the yafakoto with this the cypress structure collapse <laughs> correct there is the cypress structure collapse with the kids it's stuck further in the car. further down right they were like 32nd and 14th there is the room mcclanahan stuck in the building yeah door door on top <laughs> that's my number one search term i'd pour it up <laughs> uh oh, if you haven't watched it it's funnier if you see the image of her underneath the door and is it and there's the one with the fake doctor yeah I feel like there's one more. No, I think that's it. No, the the little kid. 
Oh, oh, and Nick stuck in the car. Yeah, Nick stuck in the car. And Tommy the- was O. Yeah, he yeah. sounded just I, like I Tommy the same thing. and the same jokes. Yeah, yeah you yeah. better stop tickling me. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this is insane. I want to give you a gift. It's my uh, car, and he's like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> want to play football? <laughs> it was so bad, but it was great. Also, oh, I loved it. Yeah, I. I so you just constantly because there was a the little girl these- too. Yeah, the kid's stuck in the car. Oh, kid's stuck in the car. Sorry, you yeah. Said that. Okay. No, yeah, they have they and they just jump to these basically five stories. Yeah, and that's it. That's the movie, and it's just them like it's trying like, to get not the real pe- time, but it it, covers, it almost it is. goes pretty slow because you go from like five thirty or whatever at night to, to like, like nine, 11. Yeah, 10, yeah, it was later. Yeah, until it gets really dark. Yeah, right. Uh, and that's really it. That's the whole movie. So they keep jumping around. What I learned, I did. I just yesterday, I was like, "What are these people up to?" I was just curious who the survivors or whatever. Yeah. There were so many other stories about that earthquake that were more interesting. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like all these people that got married because of it and like wow. kids and it, it, weird like and other kind of more dramatic rescues. I, I don't know why they I picked mean, those. It, I mean, I know why they picked those, but I don't you know, know why. It, and, and we were kind of talking about this before the movie, too. And we'll get in. I mean, there's not a lot more really into this movie. Yeah, than there's, we, I we mean, I have, I have things to talk about. Yeah, but yeah, me too. But, but it doesn't, you know. But, you know. And I want to say this would happen. Like people would jump into action now. I think but they I would. don't know. I think they would. I really do. Yeah. Because they did in 9/11 and that's like, you know, 11 years later after or whatever, 12 years after this. To, yeah. So Cuz like look at the wildfire stuff, like people were taking yeah, people I know. in and But I mean people there's no hesitation. Yeah, but it, it's also a movie, right? Like I, I think, know. See, to me, the part of the movie, the reason they chose these stories and not maybe some of the more dramatic rescues that went on with like helicopters and shit, and like because they were normal people doing, right? right? It, they wanted to show that regular people did this and yeah. that they all pitched in without even asking a question. Because that was a surprising thing to me. Like yeah. Yafakoto's like, go down to this house, go into the yard, take. He has a forklift or whatever. He just yeah. like, he's like, if you can't get in, take this guy because he knows how to get in there. I'm like, what? The, how the fuck did I know all yeah. this stuff? And and like. Like I'm not claustrophobic at all. Like, are you? You are, right? Yeah, I was like, I couldn't take right because you don't like plane. Like, you don't like being on long flights. I get. I, I'm all right on a plane, but like when I saw the door, McClanahan under door, I was just like, Ugh. yeah. Like, I don't like it. No, but well, I can sure. deal right. But when they go in between the collapsed roads of the cypress structure i'm like no you don't know that that's stable that's what i thought too is like that was just reckless to me yeah that's right it's reckless you have a death wish yeah and that's almost like what the cops were saying to them when they get there in the they make them out to be the bad guys yeah and they're like no you this there's too much weight on this and i was like oh that guy is making a lot of sense yeah he's like the last thing we need is more people trapped yeah and more people causing this to fall right exactly how, and I, that's the first thing I thought of was like, you don't that could fall down any time. Yeah. It already was weakened, obviously. Right. You just don't know. I mean, it stands the reason the cypress structure is very <laughs> tough. Like, it's very sturdy. But it wasn't, though. But now you've had two, you know, 80,000 pounds dropped on another 80. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the fuck? I don't, or ton, probably tons of. You know, whatever, and then right? the other part that um, was kind of scary to me was where Rue, Rue McClanahan is trapped under the door and so the the fireman has to crawl to get to her but first of all wouldn't you lose all sense of direction like how would he know where to go to get out that's what i thought too i i I know he's a professional but but i wrote that multiple times where i'm like they're like oh he's like what room is she in well where is she in the room and i'm like how How do you know know? because she's like and there's a funny part where she go he goes she goes, I'm on the second floor, and he's just like, I don't fucking know where that yeah, is. Like, right? I, I wondered that, too. But but again, maybe it's like a fireman skill or something. Yeah, I, it definitely is. But. Yeah. 
but that was like the the interesting part of this movie. And you're right, it is about like community coming together and people jumping into action. I did love the idea that there's so much industrial equipment laying around. Like it's such a time. It's like maybe the last five minutes of industry in America. Yeah, where you could be like in a neighborhood and go like, there's a forklift and a ladder. Yeah, and everybody had chainsaws. Professional everybody, equipment. Yeah, like it, it was, everybody had jacks apparently. Exactly. Like, but and like professional grade too. It wasn't yeah, just yeah. like a guy with a thing. He was like, yeah, it wasn't no, like I, the ones that car. You know, your right. your car gives. you. I do this for a living. Yeah. yeah. He's like, get forklifts there. Yeah, I have two. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> two. <laughs> we we play battle. And the guy, the guy getting. <laughs> The guy that was trying to get Nick out of the car, he's like, I cut metal for a living. That's what I do. I oh, can do this. That was the funniest line of the movie. He's like, this is what I, I cut metal. This that's is what, what I, I do, man. Right, right, no, he goes, and then he goes, man. Because <laughs> like, he's from San Francisco, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so at the very beginning, tons of purple. <laughs> there were so many purple shirts. <laughs> what of, was the time? I know, but it's like a purple cutoff. Like, <laughs> you look like... um. But Baby of the Bride, the guy shooting baskets. Oh, it's sure. Like weird cut off of a weird color. I'll tell you what. i tell you what there was not. Any hair product. Oh, no. Absolutely. So much dry hair. Absolutely As I know, not. it's one of my tropes on this show. Yeah. But there's so much on goddamn. On show, in life. <laughs> there's so much goddamn dry hair in this movie. Yeah. It was and very dangerous. And there's fire everywhere. Yeah, you get in a cypress structure, there's oil, <laughs> there's dry hair. I do love the one guy's name was Captain Bob Jabs. Yeah. <laughs> and he was wearing a Raider sweatshirt. <laughs> What else would he wear? I know. I just again, it, the little details were good though. I felt like they they hit a lot of those yeah. things really, really like, well. Like they didn't overdo. I mean, it was, you know, it came out in 1990, so it's only a year later. Yeah. So the fashions were effectively. Oh the yeah, same. yeah, they didn't have to look around. No. <laughs> I will say there is that moment at the very beginning or close to the beginning, within the first 10 or 15 minutes, where the little girl, the kids are trapped. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry, not the kids. Uh, the woman is trapped with her baby. Yeah, and she died with the baby. The baby's dead, right? Not yep. her. No, the baby died. Yeah, right. But they tell her it's they alive. They tell her because they're worried about they, her. In her the freaking out, right? Yeah, because she was one of the people in the one of the stories I read talking about. You know that what you know the, the, her child dying. Yeah, she, she ends up having another kid or whatever. But but uh, that to me was like because there's that moment where they hand the baby off because she, she's holding it right and it, it collapses on top of her. Yeah, and then she hands it to the guy and they like look at each other and there's like shake their head like no i was like oh boy is this this whole movie gonna be this well, way? right I, th- exactly right they did not really focus on the tragedy at all no relatively not at all. that was the only moment where you really felt no bad. it was very uplifting and yeah the, and the parents with the kids in the car but that was it right but they even like even that part there's no tact like the kids can hear them and they're yeah, like the, I parent, thought, the parents are dead i thought that too i was like what are they doing like, like these kids are gonna freak out yeah they're i mean yeah they're already like traumatized yeah i thought the same thing i just wrote oof dead baby <laughs> <laughs> and I also the other thing I wrote down was a lot of gym class skills coming in handy, like climbing and ropes. A lot and like, of climbing, a lot of strength things like you would yeah. learn, you know, the presidential fitness test. Correct. A lot you of know, stretching. A lot of pegboard. Yes. I was just I was very impressed that like all the things they teach you in school were becoming necessary to save lives. Yeah. And not just for the uh, professionals. That's why you do those things. I know. In case just... Cypus structure collapses. <laughs> Got to be ready. Yeah. Oh, I, I do like at the very beginning when. So when they're after Yafe Koto gets the ladder up and they're going up, they're going up there to like look for people yeah. or whatever, and they have to throw something up there. Did you see that scene? Yeah, he throws the flashlight. Yeah, he so he goes like this. The, the, the is a younger guy. Okay, he goes. Kyle's gonna underhand it. Right, right. So I'm gonna throw it to you. Okay. Right? Yeah. So here's how he throws it. Yeah. <laughs> Very lightly. Right. So here's what you see in the scene. <laughs> like a missile. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's it almost it's it looks like almost like they played it reversed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he you dropped threw it, it down. To they, they probably did that actually. <laughs> and they just ran it because it's probably hard to throw like yeah. accurately. Like you know, it would take more than one toss to do that properly. I laugh so hard because he's just like, uh, and it's like. Because like, we've all done that. Like, oh, toss it up here. And you, you're always like five feet short the yeah, first time because yeah, you, you don't want to overthrow it. Right. The last thing you want to do is throw it and break it or whatever. <laughs> I, it is so funny. I, I don't know why, but it made me laugh so hard. It was so absurd. It was like dude perfect. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, you're like, how did they do that? It's like you're trying to get an, an Orby out of the tree. It's impossible. <laughs> Who hasn't been there? Yeah, of course. Enough that I, I wrote the timestamp, 2251, in case anyone wants to see it. <laughs> so, yeah, so now, like, so at first the, um, you know, the community steps into action. They do their best. And then, like, of course, the the fire and rescue and uh, police are spread thin because there's so many things. So, but they and, get, they, and, they, and also the roads are broken. Exactly. They don't know, you know. They, Although again, they don't really get into it, and it's funny because in the, they show like the firemen in the beginning, and of course this hit parts of the city worse than others. So they're like, "Oh, it, it's damage isn't even that bad," and they're like, "Oh, the cypress structure collapsed," and they're like, "Oh, it's going to be a long night." Yeah, the guy said he's like, "It's weird." He's like, "It's so there's really no damage here," and then they, they're like, "You have to go to X Boulevard." He goes, yeah. "Are you sure?" He's like, "It's all the way across town." And he's like, "Oh, they start to drive. They see a big fire." Yeah. And they realize. And you could tell, like, the, I think the you know, other thing this movie does good, and I really didn't care for this movie all that much it was well done I, I but it was just very repetitive yes yes but i think it's one of those movies where we have to judge it as what it is yeah do you know right. what i mean like it yeah. doesn't it, it really nails this they version capture of this thing. certain things correctly so and they, it goes by fast it does they captured that this is san francisco and they were ready for something like this yeah right like everybody and it was every neighborhood it was exactly. black people white people everybody kind of yeah. knew what to do they knew yeah. like what was good you know like not the panic well i mean they were panicking but like they yeah, knew for the most part though this is part of living here this is what happens exactly. or could happen yeah like the moment where um i think it's scalia but i can't remember Antonin Scalia, not jack scalia <laughs> he's not yet supreme court justice <laughs> he pulls up in a trans am which is probably what he would drive uh when he pulls up to see if his family's okay yeah and then he's like they're okay and he's like okay i'm gonna yeah, go I'm help like, out i'm just gonna drive into the fire yeah and, and they're, they're like you're always getting involved yeah because they made it seem like he was kind of an asshole yeah. i thought yeah and he just goes rogue and goes in there. And he's told to like leave a couple times. And eventually he just starts looking for people by himself. Yeah. He's he, the one that gets Nick out, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He eventually is the one who finds Nick. He just goes into the broken down cypress structure. No, he goes through that like hole. Yeah, that, that crevice. like Which it was insane. You should never do. He was like going into a cave. He's like, everybody in here. And then Tommy was always like, oh, I'm over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi. I'm over here. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, hello, doggy. Oh, hi, Scalia. <laughs> Yeah, I'm working on my screenplay. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was like, "What?" I mean, I guess it was true bravery because he really no, could have died. See, like, but it was right. also true stupidity. Was it a death wish, or was it like? Well, they kind of make it seem like that when the family says that to him. Like he's always getting involved. Yeah. Like he's ready to die. Yes, he's notorious bigging it. Yeah, he's ready, ready, ready to die. I think it was ready okay. to die. Yeah, I was like, I got, um, thing I got there. Yeah, and then so he he climbs that hole. I I literally oh I yeah, was like oh, I can't crazy. even look at this. And I, it, I don't and, know. It, and he did it without knowing. That was the other part. He well, just went the in there going hello. He's just asking for people. <laughs> Not the wrong time he was up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought it'd be funnier to do it that way. But yeah. And that's the thing. Like, all right, if it did collapse, it's not the worst way to go. You're probably not going to feel anything. Yeah. Although what we learned from this movie is that lots of people didn't die immediately. I know. <laughs> they had their legs crushed. Yeah. 
Well, that was a thing with Nick. Like, he really had no injuries. Like, it's kind of shocking. I mean, I believe it, but I mean, those cars they built cars differently. Were made of steel. steel, right? But it was just funny to me. He crawled through this little crevice, which you might not be able to get back out of. That was my other thought. Yeah, like, yeah. you could get in, but you can't get out. Yeah. you know, like a kid would do. Um, and then you're in there, and no one's even in there. Now you're just stuck in there, and it's dark. Yeah. Now you're just waiting till morning with nothing to eat, nothing to drink. And maybe the morning. I I mean, how long did it take them to get that off of there? Oh, I mean, weeks. But at least someone could have found you. You could have been like, yeah, I guess. You know, but still, like, you don't know. No. Yeah. It, that. I, and was, that was my thing with with uh, with Rue McClanahan, where she was stuck. Like, so how they find her is she's banging on the pipe. Yeah. Which is the smart thing to do. No, like, yeah, it was with, very smart because you don't, you know. You can't. Uh, your you don't know where you carry. Yeah, and you don't know. You're all turned upside down. It's like in an avalanche, right? You're supposed to. You're supposed to pee. Yeah, because so you know what way you're so, facing. Exactly, and so she starts hitting on a uh, on a which plate. I'll never be. <laughs> I will never go skiing. I just want to be. Very I mean, clear. I agree. I okay. hate skiing. Is I just terrible. want to be clear. It's trash. I might go to the lodge and I might die there. Yeah, that, every time I've gone on ski trips, I've never went skiing. Yeah. I just went to Why the ski lodge. You? Yes, I want to be tired, possibly get hurt, maybe die in an avalanche, or I could sit here, and read a book. <laughs> right. <laughs> hot cocoa yes i i mean i've seen ski i've seen ski school so i know how to ski <laughs> you've seen k9 the Widowmaker. i have i've definitely seen k9 or what's the, the one with uh peter berg and they're on like the, the isn't that ski patrol or no, ski school when, no when they're doing the competition i thought that was ski- no that's a, that's another one that needs to go on our, our list uh, I forgot the name of that movie. But we'll I mean, I've definitely to... seen Better Off Dead. So I, you know. yes, you know how to ski on one ski. <laughs> ski the K twelve. The K twelve, clearly. Um, yeah. Wait, so K nineteen, the Widowmaker is a submarine movie. Is it? Yeah, it's the Harrison Ford movie where he plays the Russian submarine oh, captain. Uh, I get, I get confused. Myself but, I, sometimes. but I think you're right. There, they maybe do call it the Widowmaker in the ski movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely one with Peter Berg where he's skiing. I don't know the name of it. No, you're totally right. I just thought that was Ski Patrol. No, Ski Patrol is a comedy. They're all comedies. Yeah. Oh, you're it's a serious ski movie? It is. And it's it not is. about the Olympics? No. It's like, yeah, they're like extreme skiers. Okay. If that's not funny, I don't know what it I is. I don't know what, he, and it's, yeah, it's him and his partner. They do like tandem skiing. <laughs> I swear to God. It's not a comedy and it's not gay. Our friend Kevin Michelli loved this movie. No, I know. I, 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 I that's what I remember it. seeing it, to be honest, is at the house. <laughs> so, oh yeah, she's banging on the pipe. And that, yeah, so, oh, that's, that's what got her into trouble in the previous movie. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, I think that's where, where Scott Valentine, I think he's the, that character. I think, but, I think you're right. So, he finally, like, he's calling out to her, following her voice, and he finds her, but he can't get to her. So, she's, they're talking to each other. He has to get a chainsaw and basically cut through her apartment. Through the wood, yeah, that's right. And the bed, yeah, they're cutting everything, everything to get to her. It's all this like shitty wood, as it turns. And out. And it turns out she's trapped. What's it called? Aspen Extreme. Yeah, Aspen yeah, Extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you want to know? Else? He's in one of our other favorites. He's in Going Overboard. Oh my god, Going Overboard. <laughs> Look that one up, guys. You oh, want to waste god. your Saturday night? <laughs> so Bruce stuck, and then so he finally gets her after probably hours of work. Oh save yeah, her, right? for sure. And she's stuck under this wood door, and he can't move it. And so it's he has, so funny. And he and he already ruined one chainsaw, the blade on the chainsaw, by right. trying to cut through the metal and everything. So he has to go all the way back, yep. through his this maze of shit, and get through, get another chainsaw to get her out. It was very impressive. At the same time, the fire hose is flooding the apartment. 
the right because over a the gas whole, line breaks over this whole time all these other things are happening because there's that moment where the other across the street catches on fire right. and they start to do that and it's starting to spread it's like very it's very dangerous you know? yeah and i don't know if that really happened but it probably it's, did it's probably all this seemed realistic to me there was yeah. not a lot of like oh they're just making this look better or worse than it was right maybe maybe the darkness part was slightly it would have been actually darker in real like life. pitch black yeah but it was still I felt like it felt pretty realistic. I guess that's why I like these movies. This was like a real docudrama. Like this is really what as close as we can get to what happened. Yeah. I mean, and, and like I said, they did a really good job of making the movie feel closer. Like you were really there yeah, with them. Yeah, that's and right. And even Florio was watching it and he's like, I don't know. He's like, I'm a half hour in. And he's like, the claustrophobia it's is tough. It's really yeah. hard. Like if you have that affliction, it's probably hard to watch. So here's a couple crazy things. One. So we have a character who wears scrubs, but is not a doctor. Well, we don't know that, right? So for the first, yeah, it's almost 30, right. It's about thirty-five minutes in. Okay, I mean, he's one of the first people we meet, right? He's one of the first guys to start doing stuff, right? And so you're kind of following him, thinking, oh, this guy was like on his way to work or on his way home from work, maybe more, you know, because he's wearing the scrubs, yeah. And this happens, and he goes, oh shit, I need to go in and save people's lives. And then you find out, like, he sees a dead body, and he goes, and and uh, the firefighter's like, oh, you must see this all the time, doc. And he's like, actually, I'm not a doctor, yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah, he this... bought his scrubs at a second-hand store. Yeah. At a thrift shop. You know what else he got there? What? A Raspberry Beret. <laughs> yeah, but it was really infuriating. Like, I felt like that was a weird thing for the movie to do when it hadn't, hadn't done anything else. Like, every, virtually everyone in the movie is a good person, right? Yeah. And there's no... They didn't complicate anyone's story. And then they have this guy be this guy. Why? Well, I, I don't think he ever, like, gave, he didn't ever say, like, I'm a doctor. Sure, but, like, he's fucking doing surgeries. He wasn't doing no. surgeries. <laughs> but, I, but people can no. call him. They keep going, hey, doc, they come here, doc. assumed he was, yeah. And he doesn't say anything. Right. It just but made, that's something I could see really happen. It's just a weird, weird heel turn. <laughs> Of like why like I liked when uh, the, the <laughs> firefighter asked him about that and he gave him a stone cold stutter. <laughs> he took off a mask and he had to see his <laughs> mask was face up. He took his scrubs off. He had scrubs underneath. <laughs> but I, I guess what I'm saying is, in a moment of emergency, and you actually need people with skills, as we learned. You, you, the guy's a he's a metal cutter. That's what he does, man. Yeah. Like if you look like a nurse or a doctor in a moment, people, where people are going to assume you're a doctor, right? And they might ask you to do things thinking. You could do them, and then they send the other real doctor somewhere else. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I just thought that was all right. Thing. Yeah, like, why? Okay. Why have it? Because it's yeah. It Maybe could, it really it probably happened. really happened. I know. If I, I had yeah, a guess, and he should have felt bad. He didn't feel bad either. I think he did. I think he did. After a while. like when the guy said that he he was like embarrassed. No, to because say he there's wasn't. a second time much later in the movie where the guy goes, "Well, I guess we're done here, doc." And he goes, "Well, I'm not." He's like, "Yeah, I think so," and he walks away. He doesn't admit to it. Maybe he just is exhausted from having explained it. He should just <laughs> take it, taking a shirt. He's not tired else. from going through debris and wreckage to save people's no. lives. He's tired of hearing this question. Why do people keep asking me this? <laughs> He's got like the, the doctor. Thing yeah, yeah. So that I didn't understand. Um, when what minute do you think we first see Rue McClanahan or here? Oh, I know. Yeah, minute thirty six. Correct. <laughs> insane i look too because she's second bill is she in this movie right that's what i wrote well when i we when we picked it i had to go through to pull out the clips and i was like i, you I know took, the first time we see her probably it's gotta be 50 one hour yeah one hour so because it so the billing goes yafe koto ruba clanahan yeah. yafe koto minute one yes he's the first guy you see practically <laughs> he caused the earthquake <laughs> and then ruba clanahan 36 minutes yeah i mean she's clearly the biggest star oh of course I mean, scalia is a pretty big star 
Yafikoto's a name. He was a Bond villain amongst other yeah. things. Um, I just thought I, it was such an odd choice, but I guess it's real. I know, but but why not find her earlier? Are they, it seems like they were really trying to follow the timeline. Maybe she wasn't found until much later. I, in the I day. think that probably is true. Oh my god! Well, it turns out all right. So when they get the finally get the door off of Rue McClanahan, she has a broken hip, which I guess she didn't really feel until she probably moved around. Yeah, right. It's probably pinned, right? So it probably didn't hurt, which yeah. is good, like a brace almost. But um, what I love when he takes her out too. So, so she the whole time, you know, like Nick, she's having this like witty banter with yeah, the guy, yep. right, mm-hmm. with Valentine and. And it's like vaguely sexual, like they're kind of flirting. Yeah, because he doesn't know what she looks like. I mean, I guess she, you could kind of tell she's older. It has that feel, but you don't really know. Yeah, but you don't know how. Because again, Rue McClanahan probably what? What do we establish in Baby the Bride? She's, she's, she's fifty-five 50. or something. All right, so she's fifty here. Like that's not yeah. crazy. No, he's like twenty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she definitely knows what he looks like in that he's a young firefighter in all likelihood. Right. Or even if he's not. You know, yeah, he's still a firefighter. Yeah, you know. Right. He's hunky. Correct. Um, it's been in a calendar. Then they finally get him out. They get her out, and he go, she goes, "She's like, oh, I can't wait to go to dinner with you. I'll do well, it." They talk about getting coffee. Yeah, and then she's like, "I'll do anything." No, he goes, "You could get. How about you just get me a nice cup of coffee?" She's like, "I think I owe you more than coffee." Yeah, I was like, "She's offered to fuck that guy." <laughs> and I think she did it more than once. Once, oh, under, they definitely talk about it. Once under lot. the door, and then once out. Mm. So the question: Do you think they did? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and there's a moment, too, where they're... they're... No, no. You don't think so? No, no. I, no I thought you were... I think you are setting some... Oh, up. no, I wasn't. So there's a moment then, like, right right before she gets rescued or right after, something like that, or as they're pulling her out, where they have the hoses on the roof, and it's like... You know what I mean? It was starting yeah. to, like, get... So somebody... I swear to that. Somebody wrote, oh, no, she's getting wet. <laughs> It was like, and then seconds later, she offers to like do the guy. I, just, I was like, "Wow, oh, boy!" <laughs> I go, I will say one other thing: a lot of good lying down acting. A, a, a lot of what? Good lying down acting. Oh, sure. I, this may be the most the tour de force of lying down acting, besides <laughs> like, um, oh, what's the movie with? Uh, I think it's Javier Bardem where he's the the diving bell of the butterfly where he's paralyzed. Oh, I've never seen that. It's movie. good. It's a good movie. Mm. But he's lying down virtually the whole time. Yeah. He got nominated for an Oscar. So nobody got nominated for anything for this. It's disappointing. <laughs> Besides the cinematography. Yeah, which again deserved. Yeah. Uh so those are kind of the storylines. So they get Nick out of the car. Um and he gives uh, Scalia the car as a gift. You know, yeah. Because it's a joke. Of course. Uh, oh, he has like 15 one-liners. Oh, God. It it's could, all it is. But it's more 1990, right? Like, yeah. what, the height of one-liners. Yeah. Ugh. And he keeps asking the one cop. He's like, the cop's like, we got to break his leg to get him out of here. That's what they... they yeah, they they're like, the do. fastest way to get him out is to break his leg and pull yeah. him out. Yeah, and he's like, oh, uh-huh, what, do you have a hot date? <laughs> <laughs> you see? He laughed. <laughs> I just wrote... it all, Or I wrote, Nick is so funny. Yeah. Like, Wouldn't it get exhausting after? Oh it'd be, it'd my be God. like, all right, all right Nick, Nick, shut, shut the, the fuck up. up. We're trying to get you out of here. I'm trying to hacksaw a wheel off. <laughs> yeah. I know about cutting metal, comma. It's my job, <laughs> comma, man. I wrote it down. I was like, wait a minute. Oh. So that's so they get also they get the two kids out of the car uh, with minor injuries. Yeah, after they had already accidentally told them their parents were dead. Yeah. No. Oh God, that was crazy. Can you imagine? They just say it. I'm yeah. like, guys. I mean, look, it might have been obvious they were crushed or whatever, but. You don't. You don't. You just don't. They get so they get Rue out uh, out of there. 
They the the doctor kind of doesn't have to wrap up the his story. Well, that wraps up the last moment is him going not admitting to not being a doctor. Oh, that was his that was his uh, closure. Yeah, I, I wrote that I teared up a little when Rue was rescued. She was so the acting was so good. Yeah, she was good. She was just like so, I mean, she acted for like five minutes, but the rest was voiceover. <laughs> well, right, hey, but she did a good job. But I I really was like, oh my god, this is like real. I'm like really feeling this. This is yeah. real. I I thought she did a really good job. Yeah, because they were just like they find out she breaks her hip, or they all find out at the same yeah. time. And they're all just like, fuck, do we need another thing? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I want to get her the fuck out of here, finally. Yeah, we were working on this for nine hours. <laughs> yeah. I, I read, so so Nick's storyline, I love this. You, you, I, I think you're building to it as well. So I wrote down, after he gets rescued, I go, I wish Nick was a cameo. Like, I thought it would have been funny if he was, like, a famous actor. Like, we didn't know the whole time, but it's actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, so Like, like. like Kojak or yeah, yeah yeah exactly Tony Savalas yeah. or, or somebody even bigger like a kind of somebody who might have been from the Bay Area or something yeah who's like Gene Hackman or something yeah like right? Barry He's, Bonds yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's Will Clark <laughs> <laughs> or, or Rick Russell I think would be good <laughs> Big, Big Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> but I just thought that would have been like a funny thing to do. Like, oh, you can't see this guy. You literally don't see him the entire no, you time. Don't. You know he's bald, really. That's it. Sort of. Yeah, really he's dark. Unlike everyone else, you really don't know what he looks like. Yeah. And so why not make it a cameo? Sure. So, Kim, why don't you tell our audience who plays Nick? Oh, I don't know. You didn't notice? No, I didn't notice. Nick was played by the real Nick. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. Because when they show him at, they do it. So at the end of the movie... They do uh, kind of follow-ups with, like, the real people. Yeah, they talk about their experience and the person who rescued yeah, them. Yeah, and I'm just like, so they show, like, Nick in the car as an actor, and then it's really him. Yeah, in the background, and then it's him in the foreground. I was like, oh, okay. I, but I literally wrote that down. It's seven, eight seconds later, the cameo, the special cameo is Nick as himself. I was like, oh, I fucking called that shit. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, you could tell by his acting. Well, right. That's what makes the one-liners even funnier is that that he was really them. him. Yeah, he was really saying things he said. <laughs> They didn't punch it up at all. No. They didn't bring in Rodney to do some work. <laughs> Tell you. Um, and then I just wrote Tuck Mulligan. What the fuck? Yeah. It's like, what a name. Yeah. It was great. So that was kind of it. Like, it, it it was good. Like, what were, do you remember any of the other stories that were, like, like more, the more uh, dramatic rescues? I don't think so. Mm. Because these were, I mean, it was good. But and there's a couple other people that die, like the couple in the apartment where they're like, at some point early in the film, they're like, oh, there was, I, they said, oh, was anybody else in the home in the building? And yeah. they're like, oh, there's a couple in one-on-one and they're already dead. Yeah. And, we, the one... But they wrapped it up very late. The guy goes, are there, was anybody else in there? He's like, I need to look. He's like, no, no, they're dead. No, it was the woman asking for her sister. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. And she's God. just like, yeah. my sister, she's on, she, they're like, and the, and the fireman's like, no, we got everybody out of there. Yeah. And then that fireman goes and asks about the building. And they're like, is there anybody? There was like, he's like, there's one person left. He's like, he's on the second floor. And they're like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but there's not a lot of that. No, there wasn't at all. And they don't really, they wrap up everyone's story, but there's not a big wrap up of the earthquake, really? No. There's no like, this way people died, this much damage, or yeah. this changed things. I mean, to be honest, I don't, I, I remember it being. A big deal, but I don't remember. Like, I would bet the carnage of it. Five hundred people died. You yeah, know what I mean? It's probably not. I mean, that's a lot, but you know what yeah. I mean. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Because it was a massive. I mean, it was like a seven point one. Yeah, the epicenter was very close to San Francisco, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, it was very destructive and very powerful, as we as we yeah. heard. But we don't really get any of that stuff, which I thought was weird. No, no, they just. I mean, they jump right into it. Like the earthquake happened. Right, that was great. And that it's part. about the aftermath of it, really. 
Yeah, I just, I guess I, I don't know why I wanted that, but I wanted some version. Like, I always feel like those movies do that. Well, yeah, because we don't even see the earthquake happen. Like, them reacting. Yeah, we, do, well, we just see how Michael's. Because usually in these movies, you get the before the earthquake. Right, you get a them few. Them living more, their normal life. Right, you, you establish all the characters. And they, I, I did like that they started with yeah, the game. Yeah, they just jumped right in. Because that's how good. most people experience exactly. it. Exactly. Because I'm willing to bet their thinking was everybody in San Francisco and Oakland are watching the game. They like, are virtually. Right. So, like, why not do what they were doing anyway, right? Yeah. There's no way to, like, yeah. You got to think, though, too. That's interesting. I just thought of this is were there not as many people on the road, which is why there wasn't as many casualties. I would bet that's true, because wasn't it like rush hour on Friday? Yeah, that... had to be. Oh, man. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Think about. And, and both teams. It could have been worse. Not just one, but yeah. both of the Bay Area teams. Yeah, yeah that's pretty wild. I mean, I, probably nothing that hasn't been said before. But, no, but yeah, but, but we I don't thought about there, it in so, thirty years. So yeah, like they don't think about Hurricane fucking Sandy at all out there. I'm sure. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> you know, Hurricane Sandra, the proper name, <laughs> Superstorm Sandy. Sorry, yeah, yeah Superstorm. Uh, yeah, I. But I did. I felt like the acting for what it was was pretty good. Yeah, like when you think about all the things they had to. Well, play. It was a real TV movie. Yeah, they like had the, real actors, and they tried to really cast like pretty decent people, despite having a huge cast. Right. And I, one other thing, so I noticed in the credits at the beginning, there's somebody Richard Anthony Crenna, and I went, "Oh, Richard Crenna is going by Richard Anthony Crenna. That's very odd." Mm-hmm. No, it's his fucking son. Oh. So one of those dudes, one of the cops or firefighters, and it was, was tough to realize who everybody was in, in this movie. Besides Rue McClanahan, because you know her voice. Yeah, she's made the Beca- only woman bur- yeah, virtually. Right, because everybody else, it's in the dark the whole movie. Yeah. So, but, okay. <laughs> no, do you have, I mean, that was really the whole movie. <laughs> no, I know, movie. you're there's right. Just, you're totally jump, right, which is funny, you're like, yeah, well. There's just jump scenes to all these things, they wrap them up. But I feel like they did a decent job keeping track. Like, yeah. we, we were able to at least. You learn who people are by the half hour mark. But it's totally a TV movie you have to watch. You can't. Yeah. It's not a passive movie. Like if you want, you're, you're gonna lose immediately. You'd be like, where are we? Who's this? Because that's how they are. They don't know where they are. <laughs> well, right. And a lot of those guys look the same. They're all about they the do. same age. Mustache. They're all wearing uniforms. Yes. Yeah. Yafet Koto, Ruben Kladad, easy to identify. <laughs> Everyone else, I got nothing. And Nick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know Tommy my voice. Wizzo. <laughs> uh, all right. So that brings us to the end of After the Shock. So, Dr. Mudd, on a scale of one to five, bottles Cyper of, of Aftershock. Oh, boy. The cinnamon liqueur. Oh. <laughs> with which crystals. Is, which has killed more people than the earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, uh. and its brother, Avalanche. Oh, boy. Which was peppermint flavored. Oh. <laughs> I should have brought a bottle for good they, Lord. If they still make we it. We should I, just do a shot. I, yes. oh. See if we can even finish. I don't know why we need props. Yeah, as it's an no audio medium. If nobody cares. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. You know. Whew. I, I kind of used the Doughboys rating scale for this, which is, is the thing doing what it's supposed to be doing? Right? Okay. Like, it's a docudrama about a real event mm-hmm. that dramatizes the event well enough to understand it and, like, tell you what happened. So I feel like it's got to be a four. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect. I, don't, I still think there's some other... I applaud it for not being melodramatic. Like, they don't really make you feel anything. Yeah. They don't manipulate your feelings. Yeah. But you kind of expect these movies to do that. So I, I'm... I kind of right. wanted a it, little more of that. It like, was almost too realistic. Yeah, it was almost too much like what you said. Because like I said, day in the life. Like, we don't get any context right. for anybody. And I wrote I wrote this in here. was It's basically a, a long episode of Rescue 911. Right. And even then, Rescue 911 will often They'll give you, build up the drama. They give you, like, Terry Johnson has three children. You know, or whatever, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, they give you some backstory. That was when the bees stung her. You know, you're like, oh. <laughs> so you have, there's some dr- inherent drama. But sure. It, not that there wasn't an earthquake. There clearly is life or death. 
but they give you these little snippets that I felt like were unsatisfying. I'm like, Scalia clearly has some fucked up relationship with his parents and his family. Yeah. Uh, doctor guy is, is wearing scrubs for what reason? We what don't does know. What really do, you think? I think he pretends to, like, give exams. <laughs> you know, and, like, it, 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 so there's some of that stuff that I feel like could have been slightly more drawn out or, like, whatever. But, yeah. but I appreciate that they went for, like, the more straightforward approach. So okay. I'll go four. Yeah, I, I liked it. I didn't love it because it wasn't goofy like most of the movies we I mean, watch. it has three or four goofy moments, but they're like very... Like, Nick was very goofy. Yeah, um, and I think they knew what they were doing. Like, yeah. he did... We, You kind of knew he was going to live. He was a comic relief. Right. Because you're making him funny, so they were going to let him die, right? So you knew kind of at some part of you was like, this guy's going to make it even if no one else lives. Because <laughs> you don't know, right? Like, there is that. Like, the one... I, and I, I guess it's based on a true story, so... True but like, story. But, <laughs> but nobody died being reckless. Yeah, there was no lessons learned. No, like Le- so. Well, there's one lesson: let professionals do their job, right? Which I think is a good lesson. It is. And I hate people complaining about things that they think they could do, but they can't. Actually correct. Do. A- absolutely. And like, I I think it was good. It was like people jumping into action, uh, community coming together. Like, nope, it, it was. <laughs> you know who I saw there? <laughs> what? Red Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. With you. A joke for no one. <laughs> <laughs> a joke for three people me you and red man oh, god so uh yeah so no but i liked it i agree i think it was like a four i wish it was funnier i wish it, there was more dra- like yeah kind of drama built into it yes I, they tried with rue and nick yeah to like have some one-liner have some like weird tension or whatever you know to balance out like these two kids just found out their parents were crushed by a concrete structure <laughs> cyber um, structure cyber structure of course yes Right, yeah, so, if you want to play a drinking game, oh get a, get your aftershock out every time you hear a cypress structure. <laughs> or or I'm a, I'm, I'm a metal cutter. That's what I do, man. I cut metal. I cut That's metal. That's what I do, man. man. And he does it like that, too. That is the delivery. It's not even like smoothly delivered. Oh, my God. So, Ken, what are your feelings? We're wrapping up Blue Late, wrapping up yeah. October, second year. Yeah. I Thoughts. mean, it's so hard to compare. Did we learn? Because we hit two goddamn grand slams last year with the movies for the original Mactober <laughs> with McCraney. <laughs> it was. We insane. couldn't have picked better movies. Well, there's only one movie we could have picked better. Right. We could take Lasseter by Justice. <laughs> My Holy Grail. So if someone listening can find that movie, yeah. and I know there's one listener, Jenny Benevento, if you're still listening, you are a person I think who would know how to get this. So please send it to us. Um, you know, it's it's always entertaining. Uh. There's probably better ones we could have done for the second one, I think, for her. But you know, we because we looked at a lot though. Yeah, and it's hard. And and like and like Kyle said before, it's hard to find these movies sometimes. Yeah, if we, there were not, a couple we couldn't. Find, if they're true. not in the Lifetime Movie Club and they're not on YouTube, they're really no, nowhere. Yeah, I mean, uh, sadly, some, sometimes they're streaming, but they're it, few and far between. And they go in and out so quick too. So like we'll right. pick something one day and it's gone the next. Yeah. But, and, and, but also the Rue McClanahan thing, we were going to do that the the nonsense series. Yeah. So there were a series of TV TV movies and quotes, uh, the nonsense musical. But it's just a filming of the musical, right? Which I wanted to do because it was insane. Yeah. The it's premise, like a bootleg copy, right? That they put on TV and w- was they made three of them, and it's an insane thing. Like all the nuns die of botulism, <laughs> and then they have to get new nuns, and then Rue McClanahan's like the head nun or whatever. It's like yeah. That's a movie I'd watch. Yeah, that was a movie I was watching. And then I realized it was going to be a film to play and not an actual TV movie. I, I know, but that would have been a great one. What are your thoughts on Mactober? 
part two. I'll tell you what. One, I actually had more respect for her acting. Not that mm. she's not good at Golden Girls, because she's, she's great, quite good on that. Yeah. Um, but it's such a particular role. Yeah. To see her not do that and still be good right. was like impressive. Yeah. To go like, oh, like even though I, I complained about some stuff about the baby the bride. It was great. And, and how they used her. She's still very good. Oh, it. yeah. Hell yeah. Um, you know, she acted like Shackleford, like she was into him and, and that she wasn't disappointed he wasn't Patrick Duffy. <laughs> and that's saying something, right? Like, she wasn't even that mad that he was gone for six weeks while she was pregnant. Yeah, she's moved on with her six fucking weeks? life. She's moved on with her fucking life, Ken. Oh. I loved it. Um, yeah, and it, it reminds me, for better or for worse, you and I really do enjoy middle-aged people in these movies. Like, I think yeah. there's some part of us that is like, relates to this or something i don't know i don't, I don't know, know why i don't know what it says about us but it <laughs> says something yeah because we never like the young people in these movies because hardly shitheads. ever hardly ever i mean we could always come back with a mactober about christy mcnichol i think we have that option now yeah because she's in a ton of these movies yeah i i you're right it, it, it was the the pure insanity wasn't there but the quality was good like i don't feel like we got screwed either no like no, no, these no. are easy no to watch. oh the, these really are really definitely well real movies yeah. So, yeah competently made and i think that's what you get with there's no arson mom here and i think that's kind of what you get with a McCraney or a McClanahan is that like there's just a base level they're going to do yeah they could drag it to a reasonable movie exactly and they're not going to sign on nor are they going to like i just don't think they'd be pitched a movie yeah, that was I not going to be you know windsurfing murder mystery fine yeah what else would it be <laughs> Hidge, hinges on ghost writing on a, a mirror yeah okay. why not parrot flies into the ceiling <laughs> viking burial for a parrot sign <laughs> <Yeah>. me up <laughs> wide receiver for the seahawks sure <laughs> what else would it be yeah I, I mean there's just some of those things that you i, I don't know if there's anything can be done no to, to get those into well i would say it's another successful mactober yeah one of many and uh what else we got hopefully we'll see you again next year and if you have any, you know, we're always open to suggestions, but I think we said this last time, um, it would be good to get some, because sometimes there's things we just don't know about, right, that we might we might be interested in. Yeah, we haven't in a while gotten, like, you guys have to watch this. Yeah. And now we're we're looking down the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> the holiday the holiday movies have begun. And it's, it's so overwhelming, because there's so many choices. Yeah. That we have a hard time sometimes. And there's a new Netflix yeah. one that came out. I know. Which there's might... two that came out. Yeah. So one we got to we got to talk about after. Okay. Uh, my sister-in-law wants to do one with us for Christmas. She oh, gave, right. That's she right. Gave you told me a, this. Sorry. She I gave us like, a suggestion brain, already. I brain freeze. And she loves these. Like for real, loves these. Yeah. Movies. No, I love them too. So no, 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 <laughs> no. Unironically, loves these. I movies. I like them ironically and unironically. <laughs> if that's possible. That's probably an irony in and of itself, but so she's like she has the movie, so that'll be fun. She got a DVD. Uh, I, well, we have to see if it's available. VHS tape, maybe. All right. I'm I'm pretty sure it's a popular one. I mean, we got let's see. So we have four movies to do basically now between now and New Year's, right? Before, <clears throat> uh, well, we'll have a major announcement soon, I think. <laughs> I love your definition of major. Major to me and you, maybe to and no one else. To our super fan. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She will be. Very, I don't know. Well, maybe not. Maybe it we'll will be bittersweet. We'll find out because we'll we're out. coming up on fifty. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you count them out, the last one of Christmas will be number fifty. All right. Assuming and then, all things go the way they should. And right. And then a major announcement. I have some ideas for fifty as well. Okay. I have not talked. Well, it has about. to be a movie though, too. I think maybe not. Maybe fifty isn't a movie. No, no. I it'll be a movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've I, I just been thinking about it because I knew we were coming up on it. That's right. Funny. And we didn't do anything for any of the other ones, really. So No. no. The milestones. No. And, you know. Mid-century mark. Major announcement. All right. Let people get excited. Yeah. I know one person who knows. The media geek knows. I've already oh, discussed yeah. this with him. Yeah. So this movie was a weird one for this. Yeah. Because there's really no stars, virtually. Yeah, that we haven't done. Yeah, that's true. But it, it gave me some ideas, so as they always do. <laughs> and I feel like some of these you might have been able to predict had you thought about it, but... I never try to predict what we're going to do. Well, that's true. I, I, what I meant was, like, I know you don't do I any like research. To go in, yeah, I like to go in, like... I just mean I don't ca- even think about it to be honest. I just mean the category, so I think you can sometimes figure out how my brain works. Yeah, yeah I know. I I really don't try. Besides Just for like, fun, not for thinking the, about if the, the if the star is is I'll try to figure like lead up to what they make. But mm-hmm. other than that, I'm like I let you do I, yeah. I, I go in with a blank slate. Well there's almost no way you could predict some of these. <laughs> so well this one I think you could have. So can we first work thing we're gonna do the members of Cypress Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so what <laughs> do you think you know the net worth of Be Real, DJ Muggs, and Send Dog? I Send certainly Dog? do not think I know that. Do you want to take a guess? Each individually or as a, I will tell you as this, a band? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. No, well, DJ Muggs and Send Dog are the same because I think that was just a guesstimate by yeah. whoever does the website. Yeah. Uh, Be Real had a number, though, so we'll, we'll, we'll do him. <clears throat> <clears throat> now, does he produce? I don't know. It, 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 I... This one, I, I truly, this was like rolling the dice. Like, he could be a gajillionaire for, like, growing pot or... Or producing... Or has $4 because exactly. he has zero skills. Because he's in San Francisco. <laughs> right. Like... As always, when I don't know, $3 million. It's a good guess. $7 million. I was going to say 5 I but, was surprised that yeah. it was that high, to be honest. But, but again... I'm not. I, 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 for some reason... He seemed to be able to know to make good business. He seems like a smart he guy. He wanted to be in Rage Against the Machine when yeah, that's when true. Z- you're right. And, that, and that was and good. I was, he was like, "Oh, that's me. Yeah. I could. We're gonna hammer this exactly." Yeah, you're right. No, he seems like a smart guy. He's been, I've seen like interviews and things with him. He always seems like yeah, but that doesn't mean business smart always. No. So, but yeah, seven million. Okay. So DJ Muggs and Send Dog were both valued one? at between a hundred thousand and one million. Okay. So they couldn't get a firm number. Yeah. And I'm sure if they could be on one of those tours and make a billion dollars. And I bet DJ Muggs is worth more because he does produce as the DJ. So unsurprisingly, it would just be hard to believe he doesn't make more than that. But who knows? All right, so we have two more categories. We're going to do Bond villain actors. So Yafikoto, open the door. (laughs) Give me the six inches of daylight, Miguel Sayers. (laughs) Let Jack Scalia get through. Yeah, seriously. So, all right, we'll start with Kodo. What do you think he's oh, worth? Jesus. These are just impossible to know. Because he's like, he was one. He was like that guy of like black actors who weren't James Earl Jones. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like he was in a ton of stuff. He's a working actor. I'll go. But I'm not sure he ever had a payday. Two million. Five million. All at, right. the t- at the time of death, I believe he was dead. Okay. Mads Mickelson. Who, who was he? He's a uh, Hannibal on the show Hannibal. Oh, okay. He was in a. I think it's Casino Royale. He's the bad yeah, guy. In one yeah, of those. Yeah. Shit. Most of these are recent. I didn't do a lot of the old ones. I'll go. <clears throat> I don't even really, really like James Bond, but these are fun. Yeah. People. Ditto. Uh, two point five. 
Wow, you went low. Interesting. Ten million. Is he? What else has he been in? I feel like he works. I don't know. He was in something else I've seen recently. He's on the uh, that Amazon show, the the TV the TV series version of uh, the girl who's trained to be an assassin in the woods. It was a movie. I don't know. You you know it. If Do I, I yeah. If I could think of the name, you would know it. Okay. But anyway, he's on a lot of stuff. He's in a lot of movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I and I like him. And he might have made a decent... Ten million is a lot. Hamill's won four seasons. It wasn't very popular, really. But I bet it paid well. You think? Yeah. I mean, obviously it did, but... It just seems like that kind of thing to keep it. Because they had, like... Those are, like, movie actors. In that. Yeah, they're they not, were. like, TV actors. Yeah, you're right. Sean Bean. <laughs> bean. <laughs> the finest Jamaican bean. What the hell is he from? Uh, Game of Thrones. Um... He he's that guy in every fucking action movie. In fact, he's the guy who gets killed all the time. So he now has a closet. He's not allowed to get killed in any movies. <laughs> like literally, he's. How do you not know Sean Bean? I'm surprised. I'm not good with names. I'm not. But you're good with numbers. Yeah. Four million. Hold on, I'm gonna, I I want to show you his face because I think this is an important one. Bean. Oh, he's in Lord of the Rings. That's right. That's probably the most oh. famous. That fucking guy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. He's maybe the most famous that guy of the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Ned Stark. Yeah. What did I say? He's fucking... I know. That was season one. All right. He gets killed. Right. He that does is, get killed. That's what I'm saying. He's like famous for this, so... I'll still go four million. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's also in Hitman, too. Um, <laughs> cool. 20 million. What? That's why I said you want to think about these, My now. God, I don't know. 20, how no, is you worth, do know. How is he worth $20 million, though? He's been in a million fucking movies. All right. And he was a Bond villain. Like, that gives you some kind of status, I'm I sure. Guess. I I'm forgetting all the things he's been in, but he works. He's No, he, he, he you're right. He is. He's in 2017, crazy. he was in seven movies. <laughs> like, that's hard to do. Yeah, that's crazy. It's Al Pacino-esque. It, yeah. It, yeah. And, and most of them probably also direct a video. Yeah. But he never stops working. It's amazing. Right. It's very impressive, actually. Jonathan Price. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. <laughs> he was the spokesman for Infinity. Thanks. You were, you remember those commercials? He was like the haughty British guy. Let me find a let me find a picture of him when he was younger. I a hundred percent know. <laughs> no, I'm sure I do. I believe he was on. He's on a um, Bond for N sixty four. He was one of the characters. I'm sure that helps. <laughs> what level? Because they were because they were so easy to see what they looked like. <laughs> they were just polygons. <laughs> I'm trying to find the classic younger picture with him with glasses, which is the one that uh, he did in the commercials. You know, he's in an Infinity commercial. <laughs> he, but he was a spokesman. He was on him for, like, years. <laughs> they made fun of it on SNL. Like, that's how famous the commercials right. were. All right. Now we're going to watch the commercial. Fuck you. Fuck me. Fuck you. Uh, came right up. I'm sure it did. Okay, good for you. <laughs> you're you're going to notice. Sound? What's going on? All right. Yeah, I know who that guy is. Pollution. 
Infinity developed a revolutionary paint finish that resists these hazards. It even resists hairline scratches that cause dullness. I can't explain the process, he was in, but they have to do your Infinity Probably. Show. I think he's older, and obviously older in it. To finish. Lease one of the world's most advanced automobiles now at a, a very month. special rate for a limited time. For a lease. Jesus. Um, you don't remember those, though? They were out all the time. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to it. I was never going to have an infinity. Well, that's true. Uh, I'll say 12 million. Five. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, Javier Bardem. Oh, there we go. He's in like one of the most recent ones. I, I don't know. I just looked at a list. Yeah, and, and I mean, I don't know him from that, but I thought he was in Skyfall, maybe one of the Skyfall. Yeah. yeah, one of those. One of the last couple. Um, eighteen million. I think he's in James Bond Cipher Structure. <laughs> I like that you started laughing before you even got it out. Uh, what'd you say? 18? Eighteen. All right, now we're warming up. Warming to the task. 20 million. You know they like round numbers on Celebrity Net Worth. I know. All right, last two are my two favorites. I okay. Think. Telly Savalas. Oof. Yikes. You mentioned him earlier. What year did, what year did he die? 90s? Yeah, I would have said 95. mid to late 90s. If maybe maybe even 2000. God, how old was he? 70s? Well, all right, hold on. I'll take a look. So I have to know if we get the Asner effect or not. I call it the Asner rule, but I like the Asner effect. <laughs> right. That makes it sound like you had a talk show on Comedy Central. <laughs> Sit down with the Asner effect. Every week, <laughs> we discuss insure and adult diapers. <laughs> uh, 1994. Okay. Did not live to see OJ. Kill his no. wife. Wow. Can you imagine? Allegedly. A life, a life, life not, not well lived. <laughs> How old was he? <laughs> <laughs> not that old uh 72 yeah it's young i would have thought i mean you know let's i'm gonna guess didn't live a healthy lifestyle but well it's all those lollipops now you know who is he has a famous niece one of the most famous people in the world i would say famous actresses in the world niece i don't know start on a 1990s sitcom okay Maybe. Courtney Cox. Close. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, all right. See, right, right there. there. That's what I said. I knew you could get it. So, you know, Diners Club. Yeah, I know. Kojak. Died young. Youngish. Yeah. 25 million. Five. What? Million. <laughs> what is going on today? I don't know. Look, we haven't, we haven't done this in a while. No, We're... I know. Would you have guessed five for him? No, I would have gotten like 10 or 15 at oh, least. Okay. I, I don't. I mean, I don't. I try not to think about it because I, I try to stay pure for the game. Yeah. Last one, Christopher Walken. Oh boy. Whoa. <laughs> hmm. I, I can't believe I've never thought about him. His net worth. That's why I did it. I was like, this is a chance to do when we. I <sighs> or if we have done it, we both forgot. But see, the thing that makes me nervous about him is that he still works all the time. Yeah. Like, does he need money? No. Well, maybe. I mean, that's a good but question. But you know what I mean? I like, wouldn't have thought so. Because his wife is a famous casting director, too. So she has, like, a real job. Makes a lot of money, probably, for that job. Maybe, you know, maybe not hundreds of millions or whatever, but... Because I would think he's at around 100 if I had it. He's been working 40-some years. At least. Yeah, since, 40. since the mid-70s. Yeah, right? 
he was in some big hits. He's worked a lot. But did he have a big... Well, that's the thing. Is like, is there a big payday in there? Is there a big blockbuster? He did own a blockbuster. Like, those prophecy movies were big. Oh, yeah. Um... I remember. I know we saw that in the Kin Mall Cinema. We I did. That. I remember seeing it. I remember liking it, but I couldn't tell you what it was. I about. remember Michael got so mad at me because I could not stop making fun of it. Yeah, well, that's not the only time that happened. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, you went to the movies with me. <laughs> he made the mistake of sitting next to you. That's also true. everybody knows not to do. that. And I did not want to see that movie. I was mad we were going to see it too. Oh. I got outvoted. Yeah, that's not your no. your wheelhouse. I got a hundred percent outvoted by you and him and probably Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that is my wheelhouse. Yeah, so. I know exactly. <laughs> and Mike too. So it's unsurprising. Yes, yeah, so me and Mike always went. To see those movies. Oof. Um, my prophecy was I'm going to annoy you. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm going to go leave and get a chicken gyro. <laughs> uh, I'll say 85 million. It's, I I, I would have gone that high at least. It's only 50, but it's hard to really know. Like, That's what I'm saying. It makes me nervous that he's working still. He's an accumulator. He's not a big payday guy, so it's hard to know. But still, he. When you make what stuff five are you holding movies on to? a year? Yeah, but how much are you making for each of those? I don't know. I mean, maybe now he's getting a million dollars a movie just for, for like the shitty ones, not like a real movie. Yeah. I mean, he might be like in the Irishman and make like nothing because there's a ton of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of shocking. Because like I he has know. no one role. I bet he got paid decent for the Bond movie, but. Because he's in iconic movies, I think. Yeah. Like he picks good movies. I mean, he picks. Right. I guess you in that many, you're going to be in a couple good ones. Yeah. Like but Suicide he... Kings, like probably. That movie, nobody got paid. Right. Even it's though he's great That was an in indie it. movie, yeah. Yeah. But he's like, you know, Deer He's a top build. He's in Annie I know, Hall. but yeah, he's in Deer Hunter, but did he have any clout at that time? To... Is he in Dead Zone? Yeah. That he probably, probably made money on that. That's what I mean. Those are probably his big paydays. And that's... Because that's his height of his popularity. Or his bankability. Like, I think he's always been popular, but you're not going right. to get a movie sold. But he wasn't... People aren't going to do walk-ins out. Do you know what I mean? Right, but he wasn't a caricature yet. No. Of himself. Like, the, the impressions weren't out yet. Yeah, it took him. a while. Like, You're Jay Moore like, and, and uh, what's his name from Usual Suspects? That, that, what's the guy? That, he's in uh, Kevin, Pollack. Mrs. Kevin Pollack. Before those guys, like, nobody was doing Christopher Walken impressions that were famous. Anyway. Yeah, right, right. So, so Pulp Fiction, and then... Yeah, right. He's probably, like, the second most famous person in the movie. Yeah. It's like Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Maybe Uma Maybe Thurman. Travolta. I mean, I guess he's famous, but he's not like respected. But, but that, that was, was his big comeback. Exactly. So, so he was kind of forgotten about. Yeah. But like, that's like a cameo. Basically, right. he's in it for ten minutes. And four like, minutes, God knows like... how much he got paid for it. But yeah, it's a famous. People remember him from that movie. Yeah. But he was in it literally two minutes. The Fat Boy Slim video. Right. He might. I bet he got paid for that. I'm just saying. Like, he, that's what I'm saying. He's done so much. But I'm saying he's an accumulator. You can't. You can't, you can't point to a he moment. He didn't have a twenty million dollar movie. Right. There's no point at which he made more than probably five million dollars. You're anything. right. Yeah, you're right. I know, but but I for that reason I thought he's going to be high. I thought because he just does so much, some of it has to be making money. And how many times has he been divorced? I don't know. No, he's been married that same moment. Yeah, for like see, 50 you would years. think you had more. He would have more. I mean, I guess this is always where we say these numbers are completely I know. made up. <laughs> but you know why we should be running the website. Not. It's funny once in a while on Twitter I'll see somebody like that comments on their celebritynetwork.com. Yeah, they're like, this, they're like, is, so this wrong. is not even yeah. close to right. I enjoy that very much. All right, so we're going to do one last category. Famous 
performance-enhancing drug users. Oh, I like this. So it comes from the Bash Brothers sure. of the Oakland A's who were in the World Series the year of the earthquake. Yes. And uh, Barry Bonds. And Barry Bonds as well. <laughs> was he? No, he was still in the Pirates then, On right? PED? Yes, he was. No, but he wasn't on the, but he was on the Giants. <laughs> I think 93 yet. he went yeah. to the Giants. So he wasn't on the Giants yet, but no. yes. In honor. Uh, so we'll start with the obvious ones. Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire. I'm pretty sure Jose Canseco has no money. So... Or very little. Are you going to go negative? Or are you no, gonna... no, no, no. Okay. I'll say 800,000. Oh, I thought you were going to say it. 500K. Oh, okay. I'll take that as a win. For that. No, yeah. I mean, Maguire, he made a lot of money. Uh, not like the contracts now, but I say he's at 40 million. 60. Okay. Mark Maguire worth more than Christopher Walken. Yeah. No justice. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Sammy Sosa. Oof. Oh, I thought that, so. So for people who don't follow baseball, these are all the most famous steroid users, and I'm not going to cover all of them. But these are the three I wanted to do. Yeah, this is a tough one because it's a real tough one. I think I'm pretty sure he's had some issues. <laughs> yeah, he's he's mentally ill. I think. I, I mean, think so it, too. It, 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 I'm not. I, like, I laugh, it but it's really. I wouldn't be surprised if he gave away all his money, right? Because he's. He's Dominican. I, he's probably religious, if I had to guess. Yeah, he's very religious. He tried to like dye his skin. Yes, he yes. He, he looks very he have, gaunt. He, he lied about say. like all the shit that he did, even though there was all this evidence he did it. Like, this, yeah, this, he's uh, a very odd, just very odd guy. He didn't seem to take to not playing baseball well, but right. he was fine in the structure of baseball. Yeah, and that, well, uh, presumably, I mean, who knows? But yeah, because he, you're right. Like he never coached. He never. And people loved him. He was like a fan favorite player, and yeah. like he was very likable, mm-hmm. charismatic, and he's just very odd now. Yeah, you got to wonder. I mean, I assume he was always odd. Yeah, but in a locker room, you can maybe get yeah, that down yeah, a little, right. especially if you're hitting 65 home runs. Yeah, right. Exactly. You're driving at 190 <laughs> runs a year. Um, I'll say, he, oof, this is a, I, I, I. So have a gut feeling twelve million. Your gut is all off today. Yeah, you need to not sleep. You're so much better. I, <laughs> I know. I think overthink it. Yeah, you really have seventy million. Oh wow! He, so he does have his money. According to this, I I find that very hard to believe. But who knows? I mean, because I mean, I assume he did get a monster deal, uh, and he might have had one more big payday. Other past McGuire, do you know what I mean? Like he might have signed. Right. He, he, he might have even signed for like one year, twenty. Was million. he on another team after the Cubs? I don't remember. No, he did. He signed. He was on the White Sox. Oh, he came back to the White Sox. I want to say he did. I could be wrong. I That's remember. my recollection. I, I feel like he signed like a two year, forty million dollar deal. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, like right when the right when the contract yeah, yeah, yeah. really like the right man, before like, they like the Manny contract when they cracked down on yeah. on it big time. But doesn't he seem like a guy to give away fifty million dollars yeah. to his church? When you said I, I, I if, if this had said fifty dollars <laughs> or a hundred million, I wouldn't have been surprised. He's in, he's in that, so he's in the Sammy Sosa zone for yeah. net worth. Track and field star from Canada, Ben Johnson. Oh boy, Jamaican born. Jamaican born is my favorite. My friend Adrian, <laughs> yeah, loves to revive my favorite story, Canadian story of all time. <laughs> uh, so famously, was maybe the first guy to get caught with steroids, like red horse steroids. Yeah. Well, the, the kind they give to racehorses. <laughs> yeah, well, he was almost in Hot to Trot. <laughs> Jesus. Hot to Trot 2. Sorry, Ben Johnson. <laughs> As a voice. Like a voice you would never recognize. <laughs> the voice um, of a horse that cheats at horse racing. <laughs> Except in, in the movie, he takes human steroids. <laughs> right, right, right. He tamps it down. 
<laughs> was it in Hot to Trot that they put something up his ass, right? Was it like... No, that you're thinking... Or the other one? A fine mess. <laughs> oh, fine that, mess. That has to go on the list, too. The Howie Mandel Ted Danson movie? Yes. Or Howie Mandel movie, not Ted Danson. That's the other one, right? No, Ted no, Danson's in yeah, it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's a great one. We got to put that. And, and the, the, and go, the one with, go to the Google. Doc. And the one with Richard Dreyfus, the horse racing one. Oh, Bet Your Life? Yeah, no, it's not that, but it's close. Okay. Um... Take the ride. <laughs> ben Johnson. Yeah, that's a tough one. Now, I, I'm assuming this is U.S. dollars. Could I mean, be could be Canadian, though. Like, did you ever watch the 30 for 30 with him? Probably. It's very interesting. Uh, his like competition with Carl Lewis, who, yeah, yeah. despite being from New Jersey, is a douchebag. <laughs> no, shocking. Um, But maybe the greatest Olympic athlete of all time. I know. But he's such a weird Well, guy. up until fucking Phelps or whatever. And the Rockets. And actually probably... Rickler! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the greatest singer that Atlanta of all time. Greatest first pitch. First pitch. He really is a straight man. For a guy who's an elite athlete, I know. it is. Yeah. You ever want to make fun of baseball players? Oh. Have any person that doesn't play baseball or football try to throw out a first pitch. Yeah. And then, it does not go and then well. Watch this. I'll run hurdles that I could possibly do it. Right. <laughs> well, maybe not anymore. Well, you know what I mean. But though. 1996. Yes. Yeah, for sure I could have done it then. All right. Ben Johnson, $2 million. Correct. Why? Nailed it. I don't know. I, now, I mean, it was the era of at track athletes getting paid a ton of money. It was very popular. But that was 31 years ago. Yeah. So I don't know what he's done since then. I assume coaching maybe or or he, or he went to school. I bet you he made a ton from all that. Like it's just probably just endorsements and things. Yeah. Or, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. He's, he's endorsing because steroids. Because, well, the whole thing was. A steroid's so good, good enough for a human. Yeah. You know? They, they, right. Then you give it to your horse. From... <laughs> That's like feel bad for the horse. <laughs> yeah, but that no. Well, yeah, but for for like the all the mid eighties, all those like uh, track competitions, they were just getting paid. Like he made a lot of money from all that stuff. Mm. Do you think he made more than like a sitcom star would have made in a year? No, but like okay, I'm trying to get a gauge of what a lot like is. If he's making, let's say he made a million dollars in the eighties, and, and if he's smart with his money, investments and stuff, you can turn that into two or whatever. But he was still, but he wasn't professional yet, right? So no, but I think after the Olympics, even like they were, he was still involved in the. Yeah, I guess he did try to come back. And he, yeah, yeah. Didn't he go to ninety two Olympics. I want to say. I don't say. know if he went to ninety two. But he was beating because that was I the remember, whole controversy. That that <laughs> what <laughs> did, he, did he race a horse? <laughs> That's funnier than what I was going to say. <laughs> they had a whole channel on the triple cast of what is Ben Johnson. <laughs> Another one of our exceptions that no one no one will understand. We have like four hobby horses that we so, ride. Uh, no, the, the whole thing was that Carl Lewis was also on steroids, and that was Ben Johnson's argument. Yeah. It was like, I had to take them because he was taking them. Carl Lewis, said, of course, says he never took them, yeah. even though his head got misshapen like oh, Harry Potter's. Oh, yeah. It was weird. Yeah, he got the big jaw and everything. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah. I mean, they all did, probably. Right. And then he got, bra- remember, he got braces? Yeah, well, I remember. Yeah, it was crazy. Because his jaw got so out of whack, he had to get braces? Yeah, he had to fix his entire face. As a grown man? Yeah. It was weird. So, yeah. So, I guess Ben Johnson. Yeah, you got him too, man. Okay. You wanted to talk more about us. I know. Did. This is part of the I game. like the Olympics. I know. It's a weird thing to like anymore, but yeah. I know. It's stupid now. Yeah. But... All right. I'm covering a gamut here because I wanted to cover a lot of things. So Shane Warren, who was a famous cricketer, one of the one of the biggest cricket scandals of all time. What was the scandal? From Australia. That he was caught using performing. He admitted, oh, oh, he's he, a PD. He admitted to using a drug for for illness, but it's known as a masking agent for steroids. Oh. And so they, they kicked him out of a tournament, even though he admitted to using the other drug. 
They were like, we know you're using steroids. Was he a, a hitter or a bowler? I believe he was bo- well, you're both. But oh, you he, do both? Everybody yeah, but both? I believe he was better known as a as a bowler. Oh, okay. Um, and he was like their best player, and he got kicked out during the test match. Oh, wow. like India or Pakistan or somebody. Hmm. I have no idea what they make. I assume they make a lot of money because they're selling out stadiums, right? Yeah. I assume it's oh, on yeah. national I, television there. Oh, it's huge. It's enormous. It's as big as baseball is here? I would have to think so. Maybe, probably even bigger, I would say. Maybe like baseball in Japan. $50 million. On the nose. <laughs> See, this is, we, we warm it up. We get the engine going. <laughs> Give you some horse fucking steroids and you get into it. If I find out you're using PEDs for this. <laughs> just fucking whacked on cocaine. <laughs> you did Aftershock by yourself. <laughs> you're in the other room making a cocktail. <laughs> Oh, now we're going to do some of my favorites. Um, let's do Lance You know Ar- what you get when you mix? <laughs> <laughs> when you mix together. I can't, I can't. You can't even get it out. All right. Go ahead. Lance Armstrong. Oh, boy. See, this is like a Sammy Sosa to me, where he's become kind of a strange dude. No one likes. No. I, I guess maybe people like Sammy, but he's very odd. I like Sammy Sosa. I do not like Lance Armstrong. But it's also a thing where it's like he could be worth $1 or $400 uh, No, million. I'm pretty sure he's worth a lot, if I had to guess. I thought he could have been bankrupt, just given all the things he's done, yeah. all the people he defrauded. Because he yeah. got in trouble for like lying to, to like the U.S. Postal Hell Service yeah. and all that. All but that. you could get your money. That's a good way to lose all your money. Mm-hmm. $75 million. Close. $50 million as yeah. well. But I, I, that's what absurd that he's shit. worth $50 million. Yeah. What a piece of shit. <sighs> Agreed. He's the worst. Literally the worst. Like the only good that came of that is that some people gave money for cancer. cancer, But like cancer. But Jesus Christ. Because he wasn't getting a piece of the bracelets, right? Because he's a guy that would keep a piece of shit. I know. Right. He's getting a penny for every one of those bracelets. Yeah. He's got a hundred thousand (laughs) tunes. Trying to get the Canadian dollars. All right, last three. We'll go quick. I don't know who to do last. This is tough. All right, Randy Macho Man Savage, who I think we may have done before, but I had to pick one wrestler. There's tons of them. Time of death, 8 p.m. No, at the time of his death, what is he worth? 15. $8 million. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was even high, $8 million, but okay. Lyle Alzado. Ooh. Maybe the most famous steroids yeah. user in the 1980s before Ben Johnson. cancer. But yeah, but it was like famously just a roided out insane yeah. person. Yeah. Uh, 500,000. Two million. Wow. I was surprised again. Yeah. Because no paydays of football. He was. No. He stopped playing before free agency. So. Yeah. Or like right at the beginning, maybe, maybe he got he one He might have done the, the, the signing tours. Oh, for sure. He, he was probably a big one to absolutely. get. Absolutely. He's like one of those guys. Because did he have brain cancer? He had like a. Yeah, he died. It was an awful one. Like a debilitating, like yeah. a really quick one. Yeah, he was like, he was fine one day and yeah. then another day. He may also have had HIV, I want to say. Like, it was something yeah. terrible like that. Yeah, he he had the, he lost a ton of weight. Like, he, he even looked like himself. Yeah, and he was like a TV actor. He's on, mm-hmm. you know, your favorite show, First and Ten. <laughs> <laughs> With our favorite person, Delta Burke. All right, last one. This is reported now. Mm-hmm. So there were a bunch of celebrities who have been reported to use it to get buff. One of which, who is not buff, but was reported was Nick Nolte. <laughs> he was reported using steroids. <laughs> yeah, when for in North the past. Dallas forty, 
Maybe that's why he was on there. I don't know. There was a hilarious list of people who were reported to use it. To get buff. Yeah, like for roles or just yeah, to like know. shape. Yeah, I know. It's just weird. So, or, or like HGH or steroids, some performance yeah. enhancing drug that's not cocaine or, you know, a recreational drug. Right, right, right. Oh, God, Nick Nolte. That's a tough one because. Yeah, I thought it was a fun one. because He's like, been the leading man in a bunch of stuff. He he feels like Walken Plus, right? Like, right. had a moment of being pretty big star, but also just fucking worked. He was just in stuff yeah. constantly. But I feel he was in a lot of money makers, maybe not great movies. More so than Walken, for sure. I'll go sixty million. Seventy five for right. Nolte. Yeah. Seventy five. I was again surprised. Blue chips. Yeah, I mean it's mostly blue chips money. <laughs> Cape Fear. Yeah, but probably got paid for that. Yeah. I would right. say. Another guy you would think people a lot of there would be a lot of Nick Nolte impressions. I can't do him. But you would think he'd be pretty easy to do for somebody that's good at it. There's somebody who does one that I, on one of the podcasts I listen to, and now I can't remember who it is, yeah. but it's fucking great. Right? Isn't that one? I think that it's that super like ego. Gravelly voice. Yeah, and it's great. It's just like... Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. It's always funny. I know. Because it's... Cause that's he had, how he, he talks. Because he goes like high-pitched because he gets like... When he gets angry in a movie. Yeah, there's like the he's two like, registers. Gotta come back here! <laughs> yeah, like, he and he's like... You oh, gotta rah. come back! <laughs> he does. <laughs> I wish I could do it. Is that, for, good... is that for the movie You Gotta Come Back? Yeah. Cape Fear. Oh. He just sees that. Cape Fear! <laughs> We're in. Cape Fear. Cape Fear. It's a long one, but I, there, were, there were a lot of fun names on that list. Yeah. Nonsense. They're kicking a new flavor in his ear. There you go. People, so people sleeping on Craig Mack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Uh, we don't know what we're doing next. It's not quite Christmas season yet, but we're it's holiday season. I it would is say. foliage. You know, we passed peak foliage. Yeah, it's cold today. Cold last night. Yeah, it's fucking cold today. Winds starting to whip down the boardwalk. We need, we need to wrap up. So my feet are cold. <laughs> we need to turn the heat back on. <laughs> All right, so we'll draw Kyle. Drop in what we do. Uh, our next movie is. And for Dr. McCarver's notes, this is Ken Norris. It's another episode of the Cyber Bullies. On the next Cyber Bullies podcast, starring Faye Dunaway. She's just a hint of what might be. Daphne Zuniga. Zuniga? I'm in this altered reality. <laughs> and I don't know how to get back. It's 2010's A Family Thanksgiving. Available on YouTube.